We're grateful, O oh God, because it's a day that we have never seen before. And it is a day we shall not see again. But God, since you allowed us to see this day, we pray, O oh God, that you will enable us to be good stewards of this day, that as we come to worship, O oh God, that we will lift your name on high. Because we are mindful, O oh God, after 119 years, you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised, O oh God. And we praise you right now for your keeping this church, this congregation, this fellowship, this collection of believers today. We are grateful, O oh God. But we are also grateful, God, because we are excited about the future. Because you have never left us, O oh God, and you have shown us and you continue to remind us that the best is yet to come. And we're trusting and believing, O oh God, today that that indeed will happen for this congregation, this great church. Thank you, O oh God, for what has been. Thank you, O oh God, for what will be as we continue to lift your name on high. We lift now this prayer upon the wings of the morning, place it before thy feet. To the all-wise God we pray, and for his sake we do pray. And all of God's people said, amen. Amen. In deference to the word of God, as we read from the 90th Psalms, I invite you to stand if you are able. I invite you to stand if you are able. If it take you a few extra moments, that's all right. The 90th Psalm, reading verse 1 and 2 and verse 12. There you will find these words recorded. Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. And verse 12 says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said, amen. Amen. You may be seated in his presence. to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that works in us by Christ Jesus. Amen. Exceedingly abundantly all you could ask for according to the power that 
119 years. I know y'all waiting for the next song, but y'all, I'm going to be a minute. So I give y'all a chance to get off your feet if you want. Uh, just looking out for our 
So I know it's a little warmer in here, amen. I'm just the only one. It ain't warm? Oh, it is warm. Okay. All right. Oh, man. Amen. Just want to make mention again, we are so excited uh, for our 119th year uh, of ministry here at Ebenezer. And I want to say, I, I want to say this. Uh, uh, let me come back to that. I want to just say, I know Ebenezer, you're going to do what you're supposed to do as you bless our faith community today uh, during the time of offering. I want to make mention that uh, the All Men Lifted Concert is scheduled for June 19th, the All Men Lifted Concert, June 19th. Uh, please go to unlimitedfaithproductions.com uh, to secure your ticket. During, uh, so it will be a wonderful Father's Day gift for men and fathers next week. It's going to be at the... Um, in Country Club's Hills at the theater out there, outdoor venue, and uh, Minister King is is spearheading that uh, along with his group, and so we want to make certain that we support that. Amen. Also, fourth Sunday, next third Sunday, third Sunday is Father's Day. Okay, that's lukewarm. That's lukewarm. That's lukewarm. I said next Sunday is Father's Day. All right, all right, all right. That's a little better, a little better. It ain't go. Don't worry about mothers. Y'all be all right. Y'all ain't, ain't nobody taking y'all crown. But uh, we're going to celebrate uh, fathers next next Sunday uh, for the men of our church. We're doing something special uh, in, to celebrate the men of our church, and we are so excited. Also, we want to say make mention of the vendor fair scheduled for August seventh. The vendor fair will be having. Uh, wonderful, wonderful vendors here as we uh, open the doors of our church. We've been doing so many incredibly creative things as we celebrate Vendors Day, Vendors Fair here at Ebenezer, August 7th. And then next Sunday, I have a special announcement that I'm going to make regarding uh, an, a J- July event that we're planning. Um, and I want to announce it on Father's Day next week. Amen. Um, also, I want to go back to the 119th anniversary. Um, I had the wonderful privilege of being able to spend just a little time this weekend just going through the history again. Um, and as I read and reread, and I've seen that history many, many times, but I read through the history again and I was just inspired and inspired the more when I thought about Reverend John Francis Thomas, when he came, when we came out of Olivet, right down the street, and when he came to establish this church, it was only 30 members, 30 members, and they were driven by a vision, a goal, and they established Ebenezer. And as they began to grow, they knew that they needed to have a bigger building and then they had a building on Dearborn and they or Indiana and they and they and they paid for that building but that building was too small y'all need to know y'all history y'all looking at me like y'all don't know your history and then they said well you know we're growing so fast we need another building and so they entered into deliberations with the Jewish synagogue that was used to be housed in this building It was called Isaiah Temple. And with that small collection of people, they made an offer for this building. 
The offer was Ebenezer would purchase this building back in 1921 for $65,000. Now, I can't do the calculations. I don't know what $65,000 was in today's term, but I would venture to say it was probably equivalent to millions of dollars. 65000 And they believed so strongly that they were willing to also put down a $25,000, $26,000 down payment. We need to know our history so that they could purchase this building. And, 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 and Reverend Thomas and the congregation worked and labored, and they were able to pay off this building in eight years. Eight years. No death. Now, now you may be asking, Reverend, why are you telling that story? Because it just reminds us of how great a God we serve and it, it lets us know what we can do as a people when we work together. I can't get no help here this morning. Now, they did it back in 1921, $65,000. And you know, Ebenezer, we got some work to do, and, and we're going to get it done. But we need to have that same drive, that same enthusiasm for the work in ministry right now because we stand on a history, a stand on a legacy that has shown us what we can do when we work together being guided by our Father who is in heaven. I just need a few people that can believe that. I just need a few people that can come alongside of that so that we can do what God has called us to do. And then came uh, uh, Reverend Charles Henry Clark from 1920 to 1930, who did some great works at Ebenezer. And then uh, Reverend Dr. J.H.L. Smith, John, was it John Howard Lorenzo Smith, came and stayed here for 27 or 28 years, helped to start the gospel choir and gospel music in Chicago, purchased buildings and expanded the ministries here at Ebenezer. There is no secret to what God can do, Ebenezer. There is no secret. And then my, my mentor, my, my father in the ministry, Reverend Dr. Frank Kentworth Sims, came in 1958 or 9, 9, because he left in 1989. Stayed here 30 years, and in that time period, many, many people came through this pulpit. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. Proctor, Samuel Proctor, DeWitt Proctor, Adam Clayton Powell, J.H.L. Jackson, and the list goes on and on and on and on. What a great man. And then had the wisdom to license or ordain this 19-year-old just completed his freshman year at Morehouse College. I said Dr. Sin had the wisdom. <laughs> and not only did he ordain and license me, but he endorsed me to go into the Navy as a chaplain. And then after Dr. Sims left, Darewood O'Hunter came and served 
And then Dr. Simpson, Gary Kane, and Pastor Marcel Kerr. We have a rich history. We have much to be proud of. And the best is yet to come, Ebenezer. Let's believe that. Let's embrace that. And let us continue this celebration. Happy birthday to not only Ebenezer, but happy birthday to all the June babies in the house. All the June babies in the house. All the June babies. You've been born in the month of June. Come on, stand up to your feet so we can see who you are. Okay, that's one. That's okay. Oh, there's another one. Amen. Amen. For all the June babies in the house. It's so good to see you. I, I, I give much respect to the June babies because that's my mama's birth month. If it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be celebrating, but, but no, praise God for the June babies. Let us continue with worship as our music ministry comes, and then we'll be preparing for offering. And we're going to have a little bit of different things happening. Uh, um, and I'm just going to pray for your uh, patience as we do some adjustments, adjustments uh, to worship, because we're going by the Holy Spirit this morning. Amen. Is that all right? That's all right. We have uh, in the house today... Sister Gwen Geiger, who is going to, I think it might be best to have you come before the preacher preaches. And then after we, you know, after you totally destroy us, we might be ready to hear the word of the Lord. So uh, I hope that's okay with our director of music. Is that okay? And you know, uh, Dr. Ozzy is a gifted saxophone player. So however the Lord leads you, sir, however the Lord leads you, for however he wants to lead you, do what you do in the way in which you want to do it. Amen. At this time, use it. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, anybody excited about being in the house of God today? Lift your hands if you are excited about being in here today. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. 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 Oh, 
Hallelujah in this place. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know he's worthy. Put your hands together in this place. Come on, come on. Hallelujah in this place. Come on, give God your best praise. Come on, just let your head go deep and he is the everlasting Lord. And the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your hands, don't be shaking. Come on, come on, this is great. Hallelujah, hallelujah in this place. Come on, come on, come on. Just because the mute. Look, the real praisers keep praising. The real praisers keep praising. Come on, the real praisers don't stop just because the music stops. The real will come on now. The Bible says the hour coming now is when the true worshipers shall worship him in spirit and in truth. I don't need no music to praise the Lord. I don't need a drum beat. I don't need a piano. All I need is to remember how good God has been and how good he's been to us. Ebenezer's been 119 years. Somebody somewhere ought to have a praise on their lips. I wish I had just one or two people who knew God had been. nothing to deserve your grace but God we said thank you God for keeping us even when we didn't want to be kept God we thank you right now for 119 years God we thank you for your mercy and we thank you for your grace now God we ask that you would bless this offering God bless both the giver and the receiver God bless those who might not have had to give this morning might not have had the ability to give God but go ahead and bless them because you're a God who can bless whoever he chooses whensoever he chooses so God we 
say right now, God, multiply this gift so we may continue to do the work of the kingdom in this place. Now let every heart in, every heart in the room, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Uh, so many people we see here today. So good to see you. Uh, Sister, Sister Wilbon is in the house. So good to see you. Uh, hope the family is doing well. We have missed you. Uh, I'm not going to tell all your business. I'll just, tell, I'll just say it this way. Sister Wilbon is a nurse at Northwestern Hospital, one of the, one of the first persons on the front lines uh, to fighting the disease of COVID, one of the first persons on the front line. And uh, uh, we know how it was when you were on the first front lines and we didn't know a whole lot about it. And Sister Wilbon contracted it while she was working at Northwestern. And uh, again, I don't want to tell all her business. You just raised, stop me when you want me to stop. Um, but, uh, it was touch and go. It was touch and go. Not only did she get it, her husband and I think it, her son contracted it or was exposed. I know it was, and it was difficult. And I, we prayed for sister Wilbon and God preserved her.
I know a lot of y'all don't know her because she joined she joined a, a year or two ago, a couple of years ago, um, and then we had the pandemic and that happened. She was in Northwest. I mean, she was on the front line. So Ebenezer, you got people that were fighting on our behalf. And while we, we honor our city's first responders, we want to honor our first responders right here in Ebenezer. Happy to see the new newlyweds in the house. Mr. and Mrs. Albert Ingram in the house. Stand on up, on up. Glad to see them and so many others, so many others that have come home because we recognize that our ancestors walked these hallways. I'm looking at Regina and I'm thinking about your mom and your dad, Robbie Sykes, one of the great trustees of our church and singers in our church. I'm looking at Marsha Ross Jackson. I'm thinking about Betty Ross, one of the great teachers. Sunday school, and I see Burl. Your mom was incredible, and I still honor her yet today. So many. Vicki Moore, so glad to see you, and knowing that your dad is doing better, praise the Lord. This is prayer time, by the way. This is prayer time. And there are others. So good to see you, Sister David. One of our great senior members of the church in the house, in the house. She has seen a lot of history, amen? She's seen a lot of history. And I know I'm going to get in trouble for calling names. And then Sister Rose McGee, another one that has seen a lot of history was the personal driver for Coretta Scott King when they came to Chicago. I could call more, and if you, you know, but I can't remember everybody's history, but there's so many. To God be the glory. We want to remember in prayer, and we're praying mightily for Anita Cross. The sister of Patricia Butts, and let me just say, Ebenezer, at least from this pastorate, is not bound by parameters or boundaries. I don't care where they are, where they were, whatever. If we know them, if we've had relationship with them, we're going to be there for them. I can't. So I've already told Patricia, whatever we can do to help them and stand by them, we're going to do that. Alfred Moore, the father of Vicki Jamison and Marnita Easter, is doing better. It's out of ICU. Is that correct? Okay. Sister Ethel Freeman, we continue to lift her in prayer, but she's doing better. Amen. Good to see her daughter and granddaughter in the house. Oh, y'all know how, how full I am to see y'all. Continue to pray for Robert Burns the husband of our own Ethel Burns. And again, that extends to him. Whatever we can do, let us know. Willie Grant, 
We continue to lift up our brother, beloved Kenneth Sexton. I heard uh, Mama Peak's testimony during Bible study. We're praying for God to intervene, to give him peace from the pain. Christine Brown and Eloise Davis. We're remembering Minnie Peggs and her caregiver, Lucretia Nathan. The caregiver for Minnie Peggs is requesting prayer. We're lifting her in prayer. Albert Burton and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, Grace Lee, Deacon James Smith. We're continuing to pray for Reverend Mary Grant, Sarah Billups, Mary Alexander. I think there was another name, Sister Maxine, that was added at Sunday school. Was Did I forget that name? Chester. Thank you. Thank you. Deacon Chester Coleman. We're remembering in prayer. Let us pray. Eternal God of Father, you have heard the names of those who have been lifted and given voice to. Lord, you know those names and you know the unspoken names. God, we ask right now that you would have your way in their lives. God, whatever they're going through, oh God, if it's a physical need, oh God, we are asking that you would touch in the name of Jesus. Touch them, oh God, in a mighty way. Give them uh, a sense of your peace and your presence, even as they are going through. Because, God, I, we believe that there's somebody in this room that knows you to be a healer, that knows you to be a restorer of people, oh God. And so we are interceding on their behalf. God, we're thanking you for our church, for this Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, and for the legacy that we have, for the saints that have gone on before, who contributed it in overwhelming ways to this church, to this work, and to the ministry. God, you know the names, oh God. And we ask, oh God, as they sleep in the silent city, oh God, let us recall their names. And appreciate the legacy they have given unto us. God, we lift up our city, realizing, oh God, that there's still so much violence in our streets. God, so much violence, so many shootings, oh God. We're asking, oh God, that you would intercede, oh God, that you would help us to be a people that is loving, that is, we'll put our weapons down, oh God, so that our babies can grow up. And not have to worry about being taken prematurely from this earth. God, we lift up our nation for the challenges that we face. We lift up all churches that are open in your name. God, we just ask, oh God, that you would have your way in our lives, in our world, and in this place and space. God, have your way in this service. We pray, oh God, there will be a fitting, a fitting service, oh God that honors what you have done in the life of this great church, God. We ask that you would bless this church, oh God. Cause us, oh God, to grow together and to grow closer together in love, oh God. Knowing that you have given us a great work to do. And knowing, oh God, that you have brought us from a mighty long way. A mighty long way, oh God. And for that we say thank you. Thank you, God, for the eight previous pastors that have been, who have stood in this pulpit, oh God. Thank you for their contributions. 
Thank you for their labels, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for the many choir members, oh God, and ushers and deacons and trustees and members that call this place home. We thank you, God. We thank you, but we look with eager anticipation and excitement because we declare that the best is yet to come. I said it is yet to come. And we know, God, that you have empowered us to do the work of kingdom building. God, we now lift this prayer and give you thanks and give you glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. And all of God's people said, amen. glad to see uh, our church consultant, Karen Swing, in the house, and Jameer, who is here, who's been helping us with our uh, social media. Y'all like some of the stuff y'all been seeing? So if you got Facebook, look at it. It got me looking slender and everything. Praise the Lord for that. I even got something to say. Praise the Lord. So Thank you, thank you, thank you for your work. And uh, we were hoping to have our uh, uh, 119th uh, little video clip ready. It's not yet ready, finished, complete, but it will be soon. So we're going to repurpose that for something we're doing in July. But they did a great, great job uh, with that. Uh, Everett Stunn, he didn't know his son was coming to surprise him for his birthday. So he's looking... His elder son. <laughs> you got to do something with your natural, though. Hey, Amen. I am super excited, Ebenezer. I am super excited to have with us this, this amazing, gifted preacher in the person of Reverend Dr. Ozzie E. Smith, Jr., the pastor emeritus of the Covenant United Church of Christ. I want to read a little bit about him because uh, I don't want to miss nothing. Um, he's a mentor to preachers and ministers around the globe. This anointed, gifted leader, teacher, virtuoso, maestro, scholar, theologian, professor, revivalist, artist, entrepreneur, counselor, and friend, and pastor, are only a few words that describe the Reverend Dr. Ozzie E. Smith, Jr. 
Dr. Smith is a native of Memphis, Tennessee, and is a well-respected and loved pastor and musician known for his phenomenal and heart-provoking saxophone playing. Reverend Smith is an equally gifted preacher who is sought out for revivals across the country. His unique ability to combine his music and his invigorating interpretation of the gospel message has brought hope and encouragement to God's people everywhere. Dr. Smith holds a Bachelor of Arts degree from Langston University and a Master's of Education in Music degree from the University of Memphis. Leaving his career and business behind, Dr. Smith left Memphis and moved to Chicago to pursue his call to the ministry under the tutelage of the Reverend Dr. Jeremiah A. Wright, Jr. Reverend Smith received his Master's of Divinity degree from McCormick Theological Seminary in Chicago and his Doctorate of Ministry from United Theological Seminary in Dayton, Ohio. In 1996, he accepted God's call to pastor the Covenant United Church of Christ, a new church start in South Holland. Since that first Sunday, Covenant has grown by leaps and bounds, now standing as the fastest growing and one of the largest churches in the United Church of Christ with over 3,500 members. Dr. Smith serves as an adjunct professor of ministry and D-Men advisor at the McCormick Theological Seminary. Currently, Dr. Smith serves on the advisory board, Alliance for Christian Media and South Suburban Hospital. More important than all of these, Dr. Smith was a loving husband to his late devoted wife and partner in ministry, Barbara Westbrook Smith, and the father of three children, Laura, Laura, Laura Ann, Dr. Ozzy III, Bryant, and his three grandchildren, Westbrook, Alden, and Emerson. Ebenezer, we are privileged and pleased to have in our church today the Reverend Dr. Ozzy Smith, Jr., and the next speaking voice you will hear after, me, after we have a sermonic selection, will be that of Dr. Smith. Ebenezer, let's make him feel warm and at a home when he comes. Thank you. was the Minister of Music here, Dr. Charles Geiger. So he used to bring us here all the time. It's a lot. I see some of the M&I Choral Ensemble people. Would you all stand up, please, if you were in the m Yeah. We all used to sing together. Good to see everybody. God bless you. And I'm happy to be here with you all to celebrate 119 years 
of ministry. That's a great amount. Everybody is not able. That's true. All right.
knows about everybody in here. Knows where you work. <laughs> know what you did when you did something. Do I see somebody from Covenant back there? Amen. I see some Covenant folk back there. Praise God. All right. All right. Covenant people are here. Um, amen. It's, it's, it's good to be here. And I, there's a song on my heart. And Brother Geiger, it's always good to see you and Sister Geiger. Um, the song on my heart I want to play. And I'm, I'm, I'm full right now because I'm thinking about it. When I came in and I heard the sister on trumpet, I said, this is a good place to be. Got a sister on trumpet. The last sister I knew played trumpet was Cynthia with Sly and the Family Stone. Uh, how many of y'all know Sly and Family Stone? Come on, act like you don't. You, I know you ain't been in church all your life. Come on. And the brothers on the guitar, I ain't mad at y'all. See, it hadn't been long, but I used to play. I used to play in the clubs. I used to say, clock on the wall, say, that's all, y'all. So I know, know all about that. God bless you, but would you pray with me? I want to read, read the text again for the day that your pastor's read it, but I want to read it again for your hearing. Psalm 90, the words of Moses. Listen for the word of God. Lord, you have been our dwelling place. For the earth was formed, or the mountains were brought forth from everlasting to everlasting. Thou art God. And then verse 12, which always grabs me. So teach us to number our days that we might gain a wise heart. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I ask if you would pray with me on a thought after I shall have played. A reminder to remember. A reminder to remember. Pray with me on great is thy faithfulness. <laughs>
my faithfulness is trifling. then great is thy faith. Great is thy faith. All I have needed, I don't know about anyone of you all in here, but all I have needed, God's hands have provided. Do I have any witnesses in this house? Uh, a reminder, a reminder to remember the history of this church. I think there are three words that pop out of my, into my spirit. I was reading, your, reading about you, Ebenezer. One is you have a rich history here. You have a steadfast hope here. Finally, you have a way of hanging around here. <laughs> rich history, steadfast hope, a way of hanging around. When I saw those young men walk in uh, earlier, I said, now, they, they're here in church with all of us old folk. That's amazing. I remember when I was that age, I was in church. I didn't know what was going on, but I was there. I was there sitting next to my grandmama. She gave me some juicy fruit and tell me to be quiet. I didn't know what was going on. So y'all don't be, don't feel wrong if something, you don't know what's going on. What we're talking about. I didn't know either, but I, I stayed there because I liked being there because I knew it was going to be some collard greens and corn <laughs> when we got home. But I've been around a little while now. I'm 70 years old now, and I know what that so, so stay here. Right, right, right now, you're just getting some seasoning. Getting some seasoning. I'm a reminder to remember. What, what happens when a people of God pause to reflect about God honestly and Gratefully, like you hear Moses here. There's history in Moses' words. God, the Lord, Lord, you have been our dwelling place. History, our. Moses is claiming these folk that he got out of Egypt. And I was sharing with your pastor, he got them out of Egypt. It took him 40 years to get to Egypt out of them. But then the hope is, but before anything else, God, you were, you are. For the mountains, the form of the earth was brought forth. You, you, you. From everlasting to everlasting has been God. That's, that's, the, that's the hope in that. And finally, the hanging around piece. So teach us to number our days that we might 
gain a wise heart to, to hang around. What happens when the people of God called Ebenezer pause to reflect on God honestly and their pastor reads their history to them? I think about all for whom the Lord has been a dwelling place. The Lord has been a dwelling place. Now, we know about the one in Psalm 23, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. But what does it mean to be to dwell in the Lord? The Lord is the dwelling place. The Lord is the dwelling place. That means when you dwell in the Lord, you have to go where the Lord is going, wherever the Lord is taking you. You have to go. And I remember my maternal grandfather, and my grandfather would take you anywhere you wanted to go, but you had to dwell with his driving. I'm telling you, he would almost hit this, almost hit that. And wherever you were sitting, you were putting on some brakes that you thought were there. You, you, you were there. He took, he took us to the fairground, and when we got there, I never will forget, uh, I was supposed to ride when I got there. I didn't want to ride nothing because I had already ridden. But it goes to show that when, when the Lord is your dwelling place, there's some ups, there's some downs, there's a ride. And your, your pastor said something as he preached on your, on your website that, that, that arrested my attention. He said, he, said he, he called you to develop a faith that accepts the will of God. Develop faith. That means develop. You don't have it already, but develop. Keep on working on it because if the Lord is your dwelling place, you've got to accept the Lord's will. Nothing says this more than the history of Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Even starting with the with the architect, I had to look up, I looked up in his name, Dunkmar Adler, who built this place, designed this place. Dunkmar means, Dunk means thank, and Ma means bitter. His daddy gave him that name because his mother died having him. And, and, and when, when you think about it, you accept God's will. You, you're going to say thank you a lot of times, but there are going to be some bitter pills that we have to swallow. But many of us here are stronger than we would be had we not gone through the bitter season. Oh, I know, I know I'm talking to somebody. And this, this building was Dunk My Adler's last project. He died. He said, unlike his partner Sullivan, that form follows function. It, it, he said, but it does in indirect ways. And God forms us. We don't form God. Yeah, the song says the will of God, the perfect will, is the safest place on earth. But y'all started out 119 years ago. And there should be no doubt in your mind about the will of God. Because the will of God, if we're honest with ourselves, is shouting material. Come on, think about your own life. Shouting material. You know what it says? It says, I'm not stuck. I stayed. Admit, admittedly, as pastor of a, of a 25-year-old church, years old. One score in five. It's more than a mindful to consider five score ten plus nine. 119 years of being church while being black living in America. Look at God. You can go and shout if you want to. I'm, I'm shouting in a minute. It's, Look at God. James Cleveland recorded something in 1975 entitled, Don't Forget to Remember Where All Your Blessings Come From. 
Yeah, yeah, all, all of them. The title of that song calls you to reflect on this special day and all the days that led up to this day because along with this church history, each of you had your own history. You had children. Some of you have grown children. Somebody knows what that means out there. The trust in the Lord has been and continues to be your dwelling place. We all have come through this season of COVID and what is called liminality, a season of not knowing. And they told me that Chicago opened up on Friday, but God ain't never closed. We've lost many going on the glory through COVID and things that we continue to pray for your pastor and the loss of his father in January. But the Lord is still with us, our dwelling place. Like Israel in Numbers 27 and Exodus, we are close to the promised land of no mass, of what has seemed like 40 years of wondering. But if the truth be told, the Lord is still with us no matter what has happened. Lord, you have been our dwelling place. And we come today to remember, to reflect, and rejoice that from 1902 to now, the Lord has been our dwelling place. From Isaiah Temple congregation to Ebenezer Baptist, the Lord has been our dwelling place. And Jews built this for y'all and didn't even know it. All of your blessings have come from the Lord. Not all, not all of them always feel like blessings. Do I have a witness in here? Not all of them feel like blessings. The lessons that we have learned, not all of them feel like blessings. Yet the Lord wouldn't leave us alone. I'm so glad the Lord doesn't leave us alone. Even when we didn't know it, the Lord was blessing us. Even when we didn't see it, some of us are like Jacob. We say, the Lord, surely the Lord was in this place, and I didn't even know it. Soren Kierkegaard, Kierkegaard said it this way, life must be lived forward, but it's understood backwards. And looking backwards to then that we can shout about now. Don't wait till the battle is over, Ebenezer. You can shout now. And if somebody looked at you and said, child, you didn't wake me up this morning, the Lord did. They, they act, look at you, I don't know what you're shouting about. Say, you didn't bless me. You didn't save my life. You didn't save my marriage. You didn't bring my child back home. You didn't keep me from going crazy. You didn't do nothing to me, but the Lord brought me from a mighty, mighty, mighty long way. The Lord in whom there is no shadow of turning. The Lord who is from everlasting to everlasting. From the beginning of the 20th century and 21 years into the 21st century, you have been a tent of meeting in this wilderness called Chicago in America. And through two turns of the century, you're still here. Life for you has not always been a crystal stair. It has some tax in it. But you're still here. A building not, that not made with hands has kept you in a building made with hands. You know, I got a sneaky suspicion today that some of y'all in here might just be glad about that. Now, I, 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 I ain't going to look. It ought to be just a few folk in here who are glad about that. See, I, I had a flashback. I was at a church's anniversary in, in, in Memphis when I was there and uh, uh, and, and they were celebrating the anniversary. They had a program booklet. You know, they have a program booklet in the churches, and, and they listed all the pastors. I, I know you number nine, but this church had had about 15, and they wrote all, every little, little paragraph about each pastor. And they, they had the nerve, and one of them, they said, Reverend Jones didn't do much, and we didn't either. <laughs> but 
But I think that Ebenezer can say that no matter what y'all went through with whatever pastor who happened to be here at the time, God has been good through it all. Because, you see, this, this, this is a Sankofa moment. It's a Sankofa moment. You know that bird that's walking forward and looking backwards? If you ever see that, it says, it has under the caption, go back and fetch it. In other words, when you get somewhere, don't, don't, don't forget from whence you come. Yeah, go, go back and fetch it. Everywhere we go, when God blesses you, don't forget to thank him. When you go to a fancy restaurant other than Chick-fil-A, don't forget to thank him. I had the pleasure of meeting Bishop Michael Curry. Y'all know who that is, the one who married the, the royal couple, couple Megan and Harry. I, I met him in Atlanta, and, and, and I watched that wedding, and I watched how that black man acted like who he was over there in England. I said, go on, brother. I, I told him how proud I was to see him be who he was no matter where he was. I, 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 at St. George's Chapel at Winston, leading the royal family in worship. He was authentic that day. You know, we have a saying in the South, it's hard enough being who you is, much less who you ain't. But he was who he was. It didn't matter that the queen and the king were sitting there because he had met with the king of kings in his study. Didn't matter that he was officiating a royal wedding. He had already been with God. See, see the Lord was his dwelling place. So, so, so I said to him, I said, Bishop Curry, you let me down, though. He said, what? What, what you mean? I said, you didn't look at him and say, ain't he all right? He said, man, did you see how the people were staring at me? He said, I, I was trying to get through what I was trying to get through. But I have a question today for Ebenezer Baptist Church. Ain't he all right? Let me try it again on this side. They didn't get it over there. Ain't, ain't, ain't God all right? Uh, let, me, let me try this. Let me, let me get him a second. Ain't, ain't God all right? Ain't he all right? If he ain't done nothing for you, don't, don't say nothing. But if he's done something for you, ain't he all right? There's a lot about people. The church where Thomas Dorsey labored the birth gospel music. I know he went over to Pilgrim, but that's all right. Not without struggle, I know the feeling. Then I heard this, this hymn, Precious Lord, burst out of a spirit that was hurting because he lost a wife and a child in writing. A dwelling place for Mahalia Jackson, moving on up a little higher. A dwelling place for Diana Washington, who sang this bitter earth and what a difference a day makes. 24 little hours. Come on here, little. A dwelling place where... Come on here. Bo Diddley used to hang out every year. I'm a man, a hoochie-coochie man. I know all that. Dolores Barrett Campbell and Roberta Martin and Professor Thomas Fry, Sally Martin, Willis Sanders, Ruth Jones, a dwelling place for ancestors on whose shoulders we stand. We remember what the Lord has done and is still doing, a dwelling place beginning with Reverend Thomas way back then. I didn't know they paid it off in eight years. Back there in that time, my God, look at God. This has been a dwelling place. This has also been a dueling place. But what happens when the Lord's people, like Moses, ask from Sinai, ask Jeremiah, ask Isaiah, ask the Hebrew boys. What happens when you get when the Lord is your dwelling place? You might get thrown in a few furnaces, but you know you'll get out. Because something tells me that when they, I read it, I haven't read your Bible, but when they threw them in the furnace, the folk that threw them in got burnt up throwing them in. 
from synagogue out Isaiah to, to, to Ebenezer, the Lord has blessed y'all. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. You see, I was raised in the country. I had to go there every summer to stay, stay with my, my daddy's people because uh, in the country they do it a little different. At Oil Chapel CME, I used to hear that old deacon. You know, them deacons used to have five ink pens up here. And deacon Mickens used to get up and he used to say, the Lord hoped me to be better. I told my granddad, I said, granddaddy, that's bad English. He said, boy, don't you know hope and help mean the same thing? It might have been bad English, but it was good theology. Come on here, somebody. I wonder how God could hope you to do something, but I've been around here long enough to say thank you whenever I get up. I've been around here long enough when I, get on, when I swing my feet around on the side of the bed. I can't get up like I used to do, young man. Y'all get on up and run on around. I have to think about it before I stand up. Oh, yeah. See, see when you get 70, you can't get up quick. You have to wait on stuff to catch up with you. Oh, somebody, ain't, ain't nobody going to help me today. That's all right. But, Lord, you've been our dwelling place. You, Lord, you've been our dwelling place. And we've been through much. I don't, I don't want to go through, through, through the other stuff, but we can say I've been buked and I've been scorned, been treated bad, talked about shows you're born, but I hear y'all saying, ain't going lay my religion down. Ain't going lay my religion down. Ain't going lay my religion down. That's it. 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 I'm, I, I, you, you're not stuck. You stay. Well, well, Reverend, I, I got to hurry and get through because it's 12. 35, at least that's what y'all clock said. Yeah, yeah, that clock is on time. Amen. Your story has shown us the history that it is no secret what God can do. Your story has shown us the hope. Look what God has done. Your story has shown, shown you us the benefit of what it means to hang around. Ain't none of y'all loitering in here. You know what it means to come to the filling station. 119 years ago, the Lord had y'all in mind. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. So what's the word, preacher? I'm glad you're asking in the mind for info. What's the reminder to remember in your history that is still being written in your hope that is growing and developing, in your hanging in there? You're not stuck. You stayed. First point I want to leave today, keep on ex- developing a mind to accept the will of God. Keep on developing. You got to work on that because sometimes you think you've got God's will worked out and God comes up with something else. I was sitting in Metropolitan Baptist Church in Washington, D.C., listening to Richard Smallwood sing what I heard y'all singing this morning. Lord, I will lift mine eyes to the hills. And a man next to me started elbowing me. I'm trying to listen to Richard Smallwood. He elbowing me. I said, yes, sir. Knowing my help. I said, yes, sir, what can I? He said, 
I've been a member of this church six years. I said, good. Oh, in my head, it's coming. He elbowed me again. From yes, my wife's been a member 26 years. I said, okay, I, your peace you give me in time. He elbowed me again. He said, you don't get it, do you? I said, no. I said, I'm trying to listen to Richard Smallwood. He said, I've been married to my wife 26 years. He said, and for 20 of those years, I watched her go to church every Sunday. She never missed a meal for me. Washed my clothes so I could go to work. Treated me like somebody she loved. Stuck by me. Never called me a backslider. Never called me out of my name. Didn't call me a heathen because I didn't go to church. 20 years I saw that woman go out and I saw her go to church every Sunday, but I wouldn't go with her because I ain't going over there and get that preacher all that. I knew that's what y'all were going to say. I said, but what happened? He said, that 21st year I went with her. I said, what happened? He said, I joined that Sunday. He said, because I had to see what it was that would make somebody treat me better than I was treating them. See, what I'm talking about, the Lord, you know, the will of God, God will wait on you when you won't even wait on God. 20 years I watched her. She taught me how to accept the will of God. He said, and now I'm teaching Sunday school. By that time, they had got, you are the source of my strength. You are the strength of my life. I said, oh, I lift my hands in total praise. I heard it before they got to it when I heard that man's testimony. Ain't that something? I tell this story every chance I get because I can't, I can't get tired because God never got tired of me. I wonder if there's a witness in this house today that can say without God, we would not be here. Without God, I wouldn't be alive. Without God, I wouldn't have my health and my strength. Without God, I wouldn't have my home. I wouldn't have my car. wouldn't have my family. wouldn't have nothing if it wasn't for God. Keep on developing faith to accept the will of God. But secondly, remember that God is still working. That's your hope. When pastor gets up here and God gives him a vision, he didn't tell me to say this. Don't frown at him because that ain't what you want to do. That's what God has given him. That's your Moses. Last time I checked my Bible, Israel didn't get Moses out of Egypt. Moses got Israel out of Egypt. God's still working. In a time when church doors are closing, some are merging, y'all still open. And you're celebrating 119 years in this faith. God sent you a good shepherd and eight other shepherds, a servant to hold you together with the unfailing word and the gospel of Jesus Christ. God has given him a special vision. God has given you the help and strength to keep on coming. Sometimes you don't recognize faith until after the fact. But I dare you to thank God right now, even for the stuff you don't understand. Sometimes we don't recognize the shepherd until they're gone, but it's such a, such a time as this, we ought to remember God's faithfulness through your shepherd. 
Lord, you have been our dwelling place. That's power. Look where God has brought you. Think about where God will take you. Remember when I was a little boy, I used to wash dishes. We didn't have no dishwasher. I was it. And, and, and one day, uh, uh, my mom used to buy that cheap dishwashing detergent. That, you know, it gets suds. By the time you wash one plate, it was all over it. But every now and then, my mama liked Walgreens coupons. And she would get joy when it was on sale. Watch it. She, she would get joy when it was on sale. And, but she would put it way up under the cabinet where I wouldn't find it until I used the cheap stuff. One time, she, one day she had, for dinner, she had one of them white porcelain stinks. She had fixed some greens that day and some spaghetti. And that old cheap soap had gone out and left a film across the water. And it was green around the edges of that. Y'all know how it get around. And the, and the spaghetti color or orange was around there. And, and, and I was sitting there looking. I said, I'm tired of trying to wash dishes, but this stuff ain't got no So I retched back up under there. And I got that joy out. Y'all think I'm still talking about joy. But what I did, I pulled that little top, and I poured it. I, I let it do. And one drop came out. Boom, hit that film, and it went like that. Y'all missed that. Let me try it again. One drop of joy can chase all your groom away. Oh, I know what I'm talking about now. One drop of joy can make you forget about all the stuff you've been through. So every now and then when this praise team gets up here, don't, don't, don't sit back there like, I ain't going to praise him. You ought to praise him. If God got you up this morning, that's joy. And this joy I have, world didn't give it to me, and the world can't take it away. I wish I had a witness in here today. See, I don't care. You don't know my story. Oh, but I know where I've been, and I know what the Lord has brought me through. One drop of joy can make all the difference in the world. Next time your husband makes you mad, smile at him. Next time your children make you mad, smile at him. That one drop of joy can chase room away. But finally, keep on holding on to God's unchanging hand. See, see, see. keep on holding, because faith is the substance of things. Hope for and the evidence of things not seen. Through sickness, through pain, the Lord, you've been our dwelling place through all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, ever you formed the world from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Keep on holding on to God's unchanging hand. He said, Reverend, how do you know that? Well, my late wife and I were in Jamaica. I said, you know, you know, I ain't been over there in a while, but, but they're always trying to sell you something when you're over there. They'll come up in the water and sell you something. I was, I was out there floating on my little, little thing. My wife was reading the magazine, and I looked over there. See, she had her shades on. She was having a good time. And I, I was just looking at God's blue sky floating in that pretty water. All of a sudden, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. my brother, can I talk to you right now? What do you want? My brother, I don't want a thing from you right now. I want to show you something. I said, what do you want to show me? He took out a packet of sugar, tore the top off of it, poured it in the water. I said, and 
You missed what I'm trying to show you, my brother. I said, what? He said, it does not matter that all of this water around here is salt water. That right there is sweet. Have y'all ever sung, he's sweet? I know. Doesn't it make you look at your life differently when, when you realize when you're going through something and you realize how sweet the Lord is right in the middle of all of that sour. That's when you know you can shout on credit. Oh, I wish I I had a witness. You can, anybody know what it means to shout on credit? You ain't got nothing yet. Ain't nothing coming down the pike. Oh, but you know how to start shouting anyhow. That's on credit because you know the Lord has already made a way on down the road. Do I have a witness in this house? Is there anybody here who knows that when you shout, hey, on credit, there's a sweet space in your life. When you shout before the blessing, there's a sweet place in your life. When you shout while you're in the hospital before the doctors get in the room, that's a sweet place anywhere you are. Well, you're still looking at me strange. Well, well Reverend, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I wish you would. I wish you would. Let me try it this way before I go. Let me try, let me try it this way. Well, let me try it this way. Well, uh, this, this little girl down in, in Alabama was, was uh, uh, working at one of them sundry stores down there. You know the one that had the big pickles up on the counter and pig feet and the, and the big jack cookies. And, and, it's, and, and, and when you got Coca-Cola sign on the door, you squeak when you go in. Well, they were getting ready to close for the evening, and they had fried chicken in there, and they hadn't sold much of it. So the owner said, baby, I'm going to let you take this fried chicken home with you. Because we didn't sell it, and I don't want it to spoil. So he gave it to her, and he put it in a paper sack. Sun was going down in the country. She came out there squeaky though with that fried chicken in that paper sack. And she got out, and she went down the alley that was beside the store. The sun was down, so it was getting dark. And you know how chicken is when it's in the paper sack, and you ain't got no paper towel in there. The sack started getting greased. So the grease was coming through the sack because there was fried chicken in the sack. It was two dogs down in the thing, but, 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 but before she could get further, some man reached out behind the bushes and grabbed and put a knife up to her throat. Said, if you make a sound, I kid you. She didn't make a sound. But that grease was still coming through that paper sack. And them dogs down at the other end of the alley. started running toward her. All of a sudden, that arm that reached out and got her took off running the other way. And those dogs were walking with her because they were smelling that chicken. And she started saying, yay, though I walked through the alley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies. And then she looked at the dogs and reached, rested in the bag and said, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell 
of the Lord. I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Can I get a witness in here? Y'all been dwelling for 119 years. Surely God has been good. Ain't he all right? 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 Keep on developing. Faith to accept God, the will of God. Remember that God is still working. Keep holding on to God, unchanging hand. God bless you. Let church say amen. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. Reverend Dr. Ozzie Smith, Jr. Hallelujah. Oh, y'all know this, Ebony. Let's go back to the old school. Old God, unchanging. We're going to open the doors of the church today. Is there one? Time is filled with, with transition. Come on, come on. Is filled with swift transition. Not on earth, one who can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. On things eternal. And then hold to God's unchanging. Okay, take it away. You know the course. Hold to his hand. Come on, Mark. Come on, come on. 
just want to say thank you for blessing us the way in which you did. Uh, I'm just going to put my, uh, I'm going to put my request on credit right now. We want you back whenever your schedule will allow. We want you back. See, Ebenezer, I want to align myself with some seasoned preacher warriors. I have been watching him from afar. We, in some of the same circles. His circle is a little bigger than mine, but, you know, I'm on the outskirts, but we know some of the same people. His mentor and friend was, of course, Dr. Reverend Dr. Jeremiah Wright, Jr., and uh, I know Dr. Wright. He married Pamela and I, so, uh, and then so many others, Dr. Rodney Franklin, classmate of mine, and so 
I want to stay connected. I know your schedule is busy. I know you travel the world, but I want to stay connected because this is an incredible man of God. Incredible man of God. Ebenezer, I know we've gone long today. I know we've gone long today, but we've gone long because it's been 119 years. Praise the Lord. So a couple of just quick things before we have our benediction. Have our benediction. And I'm going to ask you, please, 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 you know, let me just let you know, COVID ain't over. COVID ain't over. So we're not going to have a lot of socializing afterwards. We just ask that you would keep, you know, processed out. We ain't trying to rush you out, but it ain't over, y'all. And we have to, in our community, we have to be extra vigilant and careful. So you won't be able to uh, visit very long at all with Dr. Smith. I don't want to expose him to nothing. I'm not going to have uh, Covenant come down looking for me, saying, what you do to our pastor emeritus? So please, but we just want to say thank you, sir, once again, um, and we just love you. But just a qu- couple of things real quick. Um, um, Minister King, thank you, Minister King, and for the everybody, uh, Latanya, all of you all who are working working behind the scenes in front of the scenes to make certain everything goes well. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Karen, for what you continue to do uh, on our behalf. Thank you for your hard work. Uh, Minister King wanted me to announce that all, all first responders, all first responders will be admitted free into the all, all men lifted concert. Just wear your uniform or bring your ID or bring your ID, all first responders, okay? So if you got a military ID, fire, nurse, doctor, uh, you get in for free now, okay? Not, I ain't going to say that because that give me a real nurse. I, I, I'm going to say that. I ain't going to say that. I ain't going to say a real nurse, okay? Okay? So, but please, we want, uh, it's going to be incredible content. Now, I have two tickets, VIP tickets, that I will not be able to use. So if, uh, if you see me, whatever, let me know you would like to have them. Uh, I will alert Minister King to who those persons are. Um, I don't, who? Oh, tell, okay. Uh, Latanya, let me know, and I'll tell Latanya who those two people are. I will not be able to utilize them because this week, uh, Minister King is taking Bible study because I will not be here. I will not be in the city till Saturday. Uh, I am uh, on assignment. I have no choice. My wife has taken me away. For six days. So we won't be flying back until Saturday evening. So don't ask, you know, so please, you know, uh, she said we need a break. Oh, y'all don't, y'all, anybody? And we about to be empty nesters, praise the Lord. Oh, God, praise the Lord. We about to be empty nesters in about two, in a month and a half. So uh, she said we need to get break so that we can get the kids ready to get them out. So uh, I'm on board. I'm on board. So, uh, uh, but we will be connected with the church this week, but uh, Minister King will have, uh, Wednesday's Bible study, and then those tickets will be available. Let's stand to our feet. Thank you so much for your indulgence. Thank you again, Dr. Ozzie Smith. We, we love you. We thank you. We appreciate you. Um, and we hope that you 
had a wonderful time here at Ebenezer. And I don't know, maybe the future will hold a concert uh, uh, for uh, Dr. Ozzy Smith here in the birthplace of gospel music someday. You know, we'll see. I know you were pastor emeritus and retired from, you know, senior pastorship. So we, we will hopefully be able to have you come back. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Let us look to the Lord. And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling. To him is able to present you before his father with exceedingly great joy. To the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor, and glory. Now, henceforth, and forevermore, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy birthday, Ebenezer, 119 years. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.
Like giving up now, your spot is tough now. But how can you learn if you don't fall? How can you walk at first you don't crawl? But through it all, you keep blessing me while they pressing me and they testing me. They keep stressing me because they never heard a preacher flow. Show, go, no. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
love you more than anything in this world. You're the only one that's patient with me. You're so kind to me, Jesus. 